are we all doing? We all doing good? Good week? Yep, same old, working hard. Same. We're we're back outside again. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah we d- we're trying. We yeah, we're just trying to be super respectful of the rules. I'm sure they'll change enough so we can sit inside, socially distanced. Yeah, except for having uh, like pigeons like shouting over us and wind blowing and yeah, it's just probably the, someone out the, mowing the lawn or it's something. It's just the outside world, nature. Sounds yeah. good. It does. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's quite relaxing. It is. It is quite good, isn't it? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Just letting everyone know in case they <laughs> What's that noise in the background? <laughs> It's nature, bitches. It's yeah, nature. man. Deal any, with it. Any any funny stories for this week? Uh, any well, we found a dead frog in the pond. Talking, we again, killed frogs, killed right? a frog last uh, week. Have you been mowing them? No, <laughs> it was just like a, it was just like a you know when you know when there's a corpse that's been in water for too long. And it's all like bulbous and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like crime scene investigation. Yeah, like um, you know, sort of like inf- like what's it called? Inflated. Yeah, it was, it, it was, was like that. It was like green and right. like bulbous and weird and horrible and smelly. <laughs> Inspector Rob reckons that um, uh, it was you, Tom. Yeah, it weren't me. I, I, re- I reckon it. you tied little pebbles around its feet <laughs> <laughs> and dropped it in, and it's obviously bulged, and it's popped the uh, the string, oh, and now it's floated to the top about two weeks later. It was horrific seeing it. I hate I hate looking at like it w- it dead, was drowned things. It was because our, our pond's got a bit furry. of a, yeah, it's got a bit kind of green. I mean, oh. is it that? No, I don't think it is, but it was not. It was grim. Could have been because of a dead frog. I blame dead the dead frog. frog. It was quite a big frog as well, wasn't it? It wasn't because like because it got <laughs> and all like bloated, <laughs> yeah, like it bloated, bumped off by a gang. Got all bloated. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because when things die in water, they like turn bloke. into sponge. Yeah, basically, yeah. they suck the water in and they just go <laughs> and then just turn white and gooey. But I yeah. think I think it's because when you're dead, like usually if you're like in a, in a body of water, like you sit in the bath too long, you get out before you start to bloat. Like yeah. you too wrinkly. Like your body's telling you to get out. <laughs> Whereas that? if you're dead, you just don't get out. <laughs> was <laughs> it just Whitney, continue to wrinkle. Was it Whitney Houston who boiled herself to death when she passed out in the bath? Um, no, wasn't that the that like? I'm sure, it was Whitney Houston, art, art guy's girlfriend. She, she she died in the bath, but I don't think she boiled herself. It was to that. Death. It was the art guy's girlfriend that boiled to death. I'm, I'm I'm sure when they like lifted Whitney and Houston out, in a like, train a, station. like a skin on her arms, like sort of. Or pale oh, oh well, yeah! If you're in the bath and you die in the bath and you're in there for uh, your body's yeah, your skin, your skin goes all like. Whoa. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because obviously she was off her face, wasn't she as well? So I mean, was she? Did she get in the bath and it was too hot and she was off her face and her heart just went and think, exploded? Or I think she passed out or fell asleep, fell asleep and just drowned with the hot tap on. I think oh, something like that. No. Yeah, that 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 happens. Don't become an episode. You don't. Yeah, you don't want to become an episode. Don't do that. No. That's not a good idea. No. It's not a good idea, is it? It's not. It's Definitely just not. It's just not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say it is. It's a great idea for but, a but to boil yourself to death. Podcasting <laughs> ammunition. Didn't didn't her uh, daughter end up dying in the same way? Which was a bit bizarre. I don't know. I've did she? A, I've got a feeling she she did. I know that something happened a bit like to one of in the celebrities bath. that died, and like their kid like died like a drug overdose the same way. In no, a bath. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it Ooh. Princess Leia and her mother? So she died. Princess Leia died, and the next day her mother died of a broken heart, wasn't it? No, that, that, that actually happened, happened didn't stroke, it? Yeah. I thought you meant like in, in Star Wars then. I was thinking, no, no, I don't like remember the woman, her dying. The, I, I forget her name. The woman <laughs> who plays Princess Leia. She, um, yeah, yeah. She got Carrie on a plane. Didn't, yeah, she got on a plane and died, didn't she? Had a heart attack, didn't she? Wasn't she like doing a lot of drugs? A lot of drugs. Got, yeah, died on a plane. And then the next day, her mum died of a stroke. Jeez, that's stress and shock, stress, isn't it? I suppose. Shock, yeah, yeah. But her mum was probably about 105 anyway. As yeah, well. how the fuck was her mum alive? She was like 100. Well, that, that, that wartime woman died this week. She was 103. It's Vera Lynn. Yeah. We'll meet again. You I won't. mean, no one. Not now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you <dead. laughs> you died. God, I'm afraid. Sorry. Goodbye. And also, Bilbo Baggins. 
And dogs oh, dildo dildo in with me in the yeah, background. Sorry about that. <laughs> dildo Ball Baggins is gone, yeah. 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 88. Bless I said to Tom, Tom came in and was like, Bilbo Baggins is dead. And I was like, oh no, what happened? He went, he was 88. I was like, oh, okay. He was 88 and it was a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, man. I suppose we all asked that now because we were all like, was, was it Corona? <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone jumps to, don't they? No. I kind of think Im- immediately when they're like... Yeah, when someone dies, you're like, is it Corona? It probably like, was yeah. their age, maybe. Yeah, the snooker player died as well. Christ, Christ yeah. Oh, yeah. There's got been some, some celebrity yeah. deaths. Although has been, I, I'd, say, um, I'd say now they're more like B or C c- class celebrities. There's no A left. We've We've killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all um, they're all hiding, aren't they? They're like A ones at the moment. The B ones are, you know, poor still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know they've had the money, they've lost it, and they've died. Yeah, they don't they want sad news. They don't want to tell you like Luke Skywalker's dead, so they bring in some like B-rated snooker player. So everyone goes, oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, no. It's quite funny actually. I forgot his name. He's a good commentator, right? But uh, he was like the best he ever been. He's like twelfth in 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 the world or something. Um, and I was just thinking, this is no story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, giving it twelfth. Yeah. I'm not bothered. Not Who? bothered by this. What's his name? Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> oh dear. So, uh, social media? Go for it. Uh, I mean, we all know Robots Rise on Instagram. Yes. At Robots Rise on Facebook. Correct. And Twitter. Yeah, at all of them, I think. And all Robots Rise on everything. Just just type in Robots Rise in Google. That's what yeah. I'd do. And then it'll probably come up with everything. I mean, if you also, if you already follow Robots Rise, you won't have to do that. So if you just do, all you got to do is just do it once. Just yeah. go in, but press like, press follow, and, and that's then it. you're there. If you, you want, you can follow us on our personals as well. Do you want? To oh <laughs> yeah, we we've got. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. If Rob has. Do you have a personal? I, uh, what do you mean? Facebook Instagram? thing. Instagram. Instagram. I don't know. I, I think, think so. But yeah. I don't. I don't. Think I think you got like one picture on there. It's maybe. like a gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put it on about eight years ago. <laughs> yes, probably. I don't ever use it, do I? Because no, <laughs> it drives me mad. Yeah. Uh, but Tom, I'm uh, at Hannah does. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Thomas Booth. So if you want to get to us, yeah. and I'm, you just have to guess what I am because I don't know what it is. Yeah, just just type in Rob and see if you can find him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> see that one. You might one add glass someone random, but you never know. <laughs> see <laughs> that one glass of gin, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got some sh- shout outs nice. this week. Um, uh, dr- we've only got single names, so you're just gonna have to guess if it's you. Yeah, I know. I didn't bother writing the second. I couldn't be bothered. I, I think. Sent me these. I think we should just rhyme the second name to the first. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So who we got then? So we've got Drew. Pooh. Drew Pooh. <laughs> Drew Pooh. Lewis. Pooh. Pooh is. It's all be poo related. Uh, Harry. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Gary. This one might be harder. Ashley Ann Carter. Um. Dreadlock starter. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadlock starter. Mandy. Randy. Yeah. Uh, Harry. Uh, Galsa? Galasa. Right, oh, no, Tom. Harry no, Galsa, Scalsa. Yeah, because Tom was like, let's. that. It's like um, Galsa. It, it, it's like Salsa, but with a g at the front. I'm sure it was K-H. I'm sure it was it's Harry G. It's Harry G. G. Harry G. Harry Galsa. <laughs> <laughs> it's Harry G. Galsa, I think. Oh, Harry, oh right. Okay. Harry. Oh, Harry G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I like it. And He sounds like a uh, rapper. Gemma, because she asked for it. Let's, let's, let's see if she's listening, because she asked for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gemma, Emma. Gemma. Um, and then we've got a winner this week um, of stuffs, some stuffs. Wow. Stuffs coming your way yeah. in, the, in the form. We're a bit slack on like, the, the giveaways. Uh, yeah, like we, we're going to ramp that shit up, man. Like, we've got loads of stuff like in the pipeline for giveaways. and 
you just got to be- you just got to bear with All us because yeah, it just takes time. We've got to get loads of like new stuff done, and stuff there might be sorted. some polls. I was thinking today, polls? some polls on Instagram. So head on polls? over. Yeah. yeah, like you can do a poll, like which you prefer, this oh. or this, and the things that you, we could like. I thought you were on about like a like a specialist robots for eyes poll. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a hook on it for tearing houses. A, a, wa- a walking pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah a hook pole. Tear down the wooden houses. Yeah, yeah, a, wood, a wooden house tearer. Yeah, downer. Um, and so yeah, expect all that. Go and follow us on Instagram. Cool. And, uh, See if we can uh, get some ideas, good ideas in about what what kind of stuff you want to see from us. Onwards yeah. and upwards, that's the way yep. forward. And I got some some good watch watches this, okay. this week. If you, you haven't you haven't we haven't done one with you. No, no. Like you, so I haven't had the watch list for a while. Um, <laughs> so uh, seasons one and two of The Sinner on right. Netflix. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. And they've just dropped season three on Friday, which I haven't <laughs> seen yet. I thought you were going to kill that on Friday. I no, well, I'm kind of like saving it. I think maybe today's the day to like start. But maybe. It's quite nice weather, so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm It's a torn. bit fucking windy. It's a bit windy, but I'm torn as whether to like it's go inside and watch the sinner or stay outside in the sun. But but I'm super excited about it. So check, if you've not watched it, go and binge that shit, man. It's so good. Sinner. The sinner, yeah. What it's got it? the guy in it about, uh, you know, from um, Independence Day, the, the president. He's the main actor in it. I can't remember. And I can't. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> no, I can see his face, but yeah. an independent state. He's got like a funny shit. eye. He's got a funny eye. He's got like an eye that kind of like. You just wouldn't have a president with a funny eye. No, you not wouldn't. having that. Um, and a faulty eye. It's like he's like a detective, and it, each season's like him sort of investigating like a weird sort of circumstance around. What like an alien about a murder? Ah, yeah, murders. Um. So yeah. Like nah. So he's, he's trying to find the sinner? It, well, yeah, or he's trying to figure out if they are the sinner. Because very often, like, the main sort of suspect isn't the sinner. Right, and okay. he said there's like, a, the, a mitigating circumstances around. Someone's framed someone. Or, yeah, or or something happened to them in, a past, in the past to, like, make them that way. Right, okay. And make them do the things they've done. So, yeah. it's The second season's about, like, a cult. So it's kind of cool, man. Cool. Sounds good. Very good. Um, so these are a little more to do with the podcast today, uh, The Mask, that's oh. on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, what's it going to be about? Um, the Man on the Moon, right. you and uh, Jim and Andy, the d- a documentary on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So that and that kind of ties in well to this whole podcast. A bit so of, Rob's a bit looking of at me blankly going, I have no idea. What's, what's, what's Netflix? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's Facebook? <laughs> is it a book? <laughs> <laughs> a book of faces? <laughs> So um, ancient text. <laughs> yeah, I've got so I got a listen as well for which is new. Oh, a listen, a listen. A listen. Um, so obviously, as you know, we're a part of the Pod Belly Network. Aye, um, yes. Um, so make sure you head on over to Bod Pod Bod 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 Bod, bod, bod Pelly Bod Pelly dot com Pod Pelly dot com and click on the network members tab, and uh, there you'll find like a raft of other podcasts to listen in your ear holes to. Yes. Um, so I listened to some f- podcasts from uh, the Kim and Ket's Stay Alive, maybe, podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. brilliant. Um, so it's like a couple of girls, they're comedians, and they uh, what, like take it in turn to watch a horror film. Okay, right. And then like, they'll talk, so that per- whoever watched it will talk about it to, their, to the other so person that in that 
week's podcast. Yeah, so. and they have no idea what and it's about. Like, and yeah. they're sort of like just kind of like, yeah. And I think I remember being like, it's just really cool the way yeah. they do it. Yeah, so. we listened like, to don't we, don't fuck with cats, didn't we, the other day? Yeah, they, so it was um, one of them's like sort of recount on the documentary documentary series on Netflix. Don't right. fuck with cats. Yeah. If you've also not seen that, no, nope. holy shit, holy go and watch that. Christ, that go and fu- watch that. That fucking shit is. That's like. Robots fries shit all over it. Is man. it, like, is it is that's got a robots fries sticker in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> is it an episode? Is it? Is yes. it? that is an episode. Yeah. Honestly, mate, it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. It, it's just all sorts of fucked up. This it's dude. about cats. I'm guessing cats and, and, and people. people. And this is one guy that's just like oh, so <gasps> oh, so like a classic classic. classic I'm going to kill animals. animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, films it and puts it on like <laughs> fucking <laughs> YouTube and um, awful man. What's his link? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At don't fuck with cats on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, and yeah, so a couple of comedians go check them out. They're pretty cool. Uh, and talking of comedians, that's taking us into what we're going to go and talk about today. Oh, okay. And that is Jim Carrey. Oh right. <laughs> and what the fuck happened to Jim Carrey? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so as I said, today's uh, podcast is about Jim Carrey and what the f happened to him because he kind of went, it's kind of got a bit weird, didn't he? Did he well, did he go? Did he go? Well, and that's the thing is, it's like, is he gone weird or is he just a genius? Or was he just? Is he just being <laughs> him? No. Oh, he's not. No. Erratic. Crazy. No, no. no. Oh, so you probably okay. So it's good that Rob doesn't really know what's kind of happening. Neither do I. I don't know much things in life, to <laughs> be honest. <laughs> he's just like he just comes here and he's like, oh really? No, right, <laughs> that's what we're doing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> did London actually burn down? Yeah, did it? <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Could have made that up for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> just that was just a really good story. <laughs> and I was just very good at guessing the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start with. Um, Jim's early kind of career and like kind of how he broke into showbiz. Acting as, darling. As in, oh, the acting and how I got so famous. Um, so we can all agree Jim Carrey is a little like Marmite. Either you yeah. love him or you hate yeah. him. Like yeah, yeah. I love him. I think he's brilliant. But I think he's great. I do think he's but great. But a lot of people don't like him because they just think he's annoying. Um, yeah, he, he does act on a lot of movies. The virtually the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's like, he, he Jim Carrey, he's... Whatever role he portrays, it's just him, but hammed up in it. It's just turned up to suit the film. Like he's a bit like Adam Sandler; they play themselves well, in a certain way. And I way. think I think I, a lot I, of his famous popular films are of him being that way because that's what people love. He's actually done quite a lot of films where he's like played a really serious role, and he's actually he's actually do, like um, what he did in um, I Love Fir- Philip Mo- Morris, which is about a guy who was like a, he was a con man, and he sort of ended up <coughs> in and out of. Um, prison a lot for co- you know being a con man and he's he pl- and he's a he tur- he's a ga- homosexual <laughs> gagging jesus <laughs> thought of it. Um, he's excited. a gay he's a gay person and he plays it so well like he's not his normal like as he does <laughs> in most of his movies imagine that as like a criminal <laughs> so yeah he's um but no, like that's the thing. A lot of his popular films are of him being that person. 
so like that we you know that that kind of like sort of I think carefree kind of funny I think I think face pulling guy he kind of probably ask him he probably asked him what, what level do you want me to ramp it up to and they go well, whatever you want, and he goes, yeah. right, I'll get three lines of coke, do that, <laughs> yeah. and then just jump on and go, <laughs> rah, 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 full Jim Carrey. Yeah, like, yeah. There's not really a lot of anything I found about him being a drug taker. Probably isn't. I didn't. I, um, I didn't say that he was. I was, I was just putting a scenario. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> said he did three <laughs> lines of coke. Three right? lines of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called Jim Carrey. <laughs> I'm saying he does. Um, so yeah, he's. Um, but I think everyone's probably watched a Jim Carrey film that they do like, even if they don't like him in general. Like yeah, yeah. There's something that he's well, made. Well, he's funny, man. That, yeah, he's he's funny. Like yeah. I think he's hilarious. He's hilarious, yeah. He's kind of f- like um, what's that act that that com- English comedian, the sweaty guy? That's I, think, I just think, I just has me in stitches. Uh, what, I don't know. Lee, Lee Evans. Oh yeah, Lee Evans. Yeah, he's, he's funny. that guy that just pulls faces and does funny like, yeah, yeah. you like, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. it makes you laugh. Just protect, just. Acts all nervous all the yeah, time. Yeah, like sweats profusely throughout the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny to watch. I wonder what's happened to him. He's retired, I think. Yeah. He's retired. Yeah. No, retired. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone knew that. He's retired. He's just chilling, man, with his millions. Yeah, yeah fucked up. Fair play. For, for, for getting on the stage and being all sweaty. Well, I don't know, man. It'd be alright. Mm-hmm. Jim was isn't American, as a lot of people might think. Isn't he? He's from uh, Canada. He's uh, Canadian. Right. That's basically American. That would explain it's it. America re- oh too, God! <laughs> don't say that. What? Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he was born in 1962. Fully named James Eugene Carey. I thought you say he was he was born in 1962, fully naked. I was like, fully what? naked. Yeah, he's fully, fully naked. naked. Can't he come out wearing a two piece suit? His, <laughs> yeah, his full name, uh, James Eugene um, Carey. Good name. I had man. to um his last name then, which is bad because you weren't sure. Who we talking about? Momentarily, who we were talking about? Who we on about? Um, now he didn't have an easy start out in life. He uh. was pretty. He's like pretty poor. His family were pretty poor. He was when he was younger. Um, his mother was ill quite a lot of the time, so she obviously had some kind of condition that didn't make her very well a lot of the time. And he's got to step up. He was uh, Jim was desperate to make her happy, oh, so right. he he would launch himself into a room, throw himself at walls, pull faces, do all like do the sort of start out of what we see as the Jim Carrey kind of. So, so is it like comedy trying to sort of alleviate the, to the alleviate sadness, her sadness and her pain, and he'd even throw himself downstairs to make her laugh. He'd do anything to make Jesus, her happy. Son. <laughs> know, yeah. Christ, uh, get a gun was, and shoot himself in the face, <laughs> in the chair. Fuck, this is funny. <laughs> he absolutely idolised his parents, so yeah. like it was it was important to him for to how you know have them be happy. Unfortunately, his dad was, he was also like a funny guy. Like Jim very often would describe his dad as being the funniest guy in the room. Uh, is there any footage of his old man? Um, Just pictures. <coughs> I'd like to see what he's and like. Apparently yeah. he's like a really good saxophone player. And, saxophone. Um, he, Jim was saying, I watched a few documentaries where he said that um, his father, it, you know, to make it as like a jazz player or whatever else, or a comedian, you had to make the move to America from Canada to okay. make it successful. And... He, his father was always afraid of doing that because he had a family to support and yeah. you know and all that. So it's funny, isn't it, when people say you've got to move to America, you've got to move. You're like, well, yeah. not really. Well, back then though, we're talking the sixties. God damn it, the sixties. Well, to be fair, I think what's happening, you were like flying to the moon and 70s, shit. Seventies, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so moving the planet. His dad got a job being an accountant, which obviously made him quite unhappy. Like, didn't it wasn't his dream. It wasn't the it thing. Wasn't he a, it didn't. It wasn't a number of file. No, and um. And then, unfortunately, his dad got uh, was when Jim was about fifteen, lost his job oh, yeah. as as an accountant. So, um, 
Jim and his siblings ha- were forced to kind of get jobs. To they left school, didn't they? Did, yeah, yeah. Well, they got jobs in fa- all, or they all got factory working jobs to, to kind of like make ends meet. And of course, doing that, that rigorous kind of um, schedule on on Jim Carrey at that age, he, it, his schoolwork fell behind. Like it seemed, it, it was more important to him to kind of make the money and support well, the yeah, family. Yeah, needs yeah. must. I suppose. Um, but mm. he doesn't really care about, like, you know, trigonometry, does he? Well, if, but maybe he had this plan all along. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'll just be an international film star. Yeah. Well, so I'll just go so and work in a factory well, for a bit. So this is the thing. Factory. So that what they decided to do as a family, even though obviously his mother wasn't too well, was to move into a van. Oh, and They yeah, left they. their house and they moved into a van. They went full Which mad. meant, the, and, and Jim sort of said, um, it sounds sad that, you know, that we did that, but actually it kind of freed them from... Um, the constraints you know, of the home. Constraint, well, it freed them from being the unhappy people they become working in this factory. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They, oh, hated, okay, they yeah. hated who they'd become, like being these like the unhappy that. people working in a factory job. So they decided to move into a van. Fair play, must um, be some big van. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Mind army. you, Ameri- it's America, no, Canada. They had at least one sibling. I think he had a couple of brothers and sisters. So, like, yeah, it would have been a squeeze. And so he, he would often say on, like, comedy sketches that he was homeless for a while. Like, And that, and I suppose he was because they were living in yeah. a van. Yeah. Um, so, but this gave Jim the opportunity to sort of... Um, because at the time, he, he, he saw that his dad would make people happy mm-hmm. but with his comedy and his funniness. And he was like, and he saw the effect that had on people, and he was like, "That's something I could do." Yeah, yeah. He decided to pursue being like a stand-up comedian. Um, so he obviously did it, you know, a few things, a few places, and he found. Um, it's got to be hard when you first start that off because, if you could imagine, like you don't people like your family, your mom thinks you're funny, your dad thinks you're funny, your sisters do or whatever, and that's a big step to and go. Ev- everyone, and you're one of those families that everyone hates. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just, just do like, a dick. Oh, fuck. And then you've got to stand on like a public stage with a microphone and make people that you'd never met before laugh. 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 And if yeah. it goes wrong and everyone and it's meant to be funny and it's deadly silent or people like boo you or whatever, heckle, that just that could destroy your confidence. Yeah, you've got to yeah. be tough to do that. Yeah, you've got to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. And I think, so, I mean, he at the time idolised uh, comedians like um, Rodney Dangerfield and Andy Kaufman. So, like, you know, that kind of sort of satirical comedy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Jim Jim found work in a Toronto club called the Yuck Yuck Club. Right. Um, and it was here that he actually got discovered by the very same Rodney Dangerfield that he idolised so much. Oh, that's interesting. So, that, so that's, well, in, in some respects, yeah, if he idolised him and... Like I'm assuming, emulated him to a certain degree, old Rodney. And then when Rodney sees him, he, he's he's gonna well, see something he, in him, isn't he? he? Was, he it's d- like being in a band and he being was quirky, did quirky impressions, yeah. and he like he did the things that you know that people or like like about him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back in the sort of nineties when he was big. Um, so yeah, and he uh, he asked he invited Jim to. Take follow him on tour as his opener. What is that? How it happened? Yeah, that was his sort of first break. That's a pretty. It. That's a step up, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Yeah. So he then did. He did this. He spent the fe- next few years kind of doing that. Just like that. Touring around with, with, with this mm. dude, opening up for him, and um, eventually he moved. Jim made the the move to Hollywood, um, and 
the comedy st- and he he started performing at um, places like the comedy store and in 1983 debuted his act on the tonight show so he's getting places people were recognizing that he was but, enough but to get onto these kind of big kind of comedy shows but he was doing that as a comedian rather than an as actor a com- as a stand-up yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but when he's on the tonight show that's pr- that's pretty fucking yeah, big yeah, that's, that's yeah like that's huge massive and step, you're, you're like a f- you're gonna be a household name now hmm in America. So, and he, oh, there was a part of one of the documentaries I watched where he would go into, um, you know, he would look at the faces of the people that he was standing in front of and be like, okay, what is it that you want from me to mm-hmm. make you laugh? And he said he came up he and they want, and what he figured out is they wanted to be free from concern. Right. So what he did was, and the, and he uses this in quite a lot of his films. He went out there and he went, "How is everybody today?" All righty then, before anyone had a chance yeah, yeah, yeah. to answer, and it really made them realise that he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that kind of so that's where a lot of like him being this kind of like you know f- guy who's free from concern, just seems happy all the time. He's, like he's that so, yeah, was he's that was what he. He the the people. He's such from a him. big personality, and the way that he like his comedy, the way he's, he acts his comedy out. You when you see him perform, you just for, it is you lit, you're not you're not thinking about other stuff. You're like, what the f- this yeah, bloke's yeah. mad. Look yeah, at yeah. him, and then you're not thinking about your shit job and like the fact yeah. that you hate yourself yeah, and you yeah. want to die. Yeah, <laughs> and on on his movies and stuff, there's usually all the time ma- loads of outtakes because he's just fucking around most of the time, yeah, like, isn't he? It's just. He's just being him. Yeah, They're yeah, funnier yeah. than the film. We were watching yeah, yeah. some, we were not was it Jim Carrey ones. Yeah, we, we did actually. watch a few Jim yeah, Carrey yeah. ones. Here. We were trying because we were like, you know, sometimes watching outtakes on YouTube is just funny because yeah, it yeah. like, makes you laugh. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. insight into the person as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't until um he found his place on well him himself sort of cast in a role in the ensemble sketch comedy series in Living Color in 1990 that Carrey found his big break. So that was the thing. Up to this point, like he got, he he'd broken into the um, comedy scene as a stand-up. Yeah. But this was what broke him into being an actor. He had acted in other shows um, up to this point, sort of throughout the late eighties, um, called The Duck Factory. Did he want to be an actor? Is that yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be an actor. So, yeah. so he wanted to be a comedian and an actor, well, yeah, yeah. a comic actor. Yeah. So he he got parts in The Duck Factory. Peggy Sue got married. And Earth Girls Are Easy, yes. We've Earth all watched Earth Girls those. Are Easy? <laughs> what? That is <laughs> like some weird, where he dressed up as like a weird alien and uh, with, yeah. other, with like other <laughs> actors. I'm down with it. Alien yeah, yeah, films. Yeah. Earth Girls and Are Easy. Earth Girls Are Called, yeah. So, and it, I think it was like, as it sounds. Like yeah, Earth it Girls sounds are like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching it later. So yeah, after that, he got this part um, and he did that for four years. So, and I think it, like he was sort of acting alongside like early Jamie Foxx, you know, like yeah, people, yeah, other yeah, big, yeah. big sort of time actors now. It's funny how they cross paths you see, you see see that it's a like, lot it's like, like the, you knew that person back then it's like the you know it's like the whole like uh, what's his name um jim carrey no <laughs> oh, <laughs> who are we talking about again the Folsom prisoner singer <coughs> johnny cash johnny cash and like elvis presley yeah. and and all of them they were like all in like cl- a club together in well, the, the start ge- the geezer who owned the geezer um ray Kroc, the mcdonald's fella he, he was in the army with um uh walt disney was it? Yeah. So <laughs> what? You two together, McDonald's and Disneyland. But before yeah, yeah. they Fucking were like Disneyland, Mickey World. You're and so lucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's. They should have merged. They did because like Mac, Mac, shit Mac, 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 Mickey World. There is like <laughs> shitloads of McDonald's in Mickey World. Isn't yeah, there? Mac, <laughs> Mac Mickey World. <laughs> Disney. So he did that part for four years, um, and to, you know, and that and that was what 
Jim described that as his doorway to success. Okay, like, like okay. that was the thing that opened the door. The hu- like he said, this huge guy, ja- guy gigantic. <coughs> I can't talk. A guy gigantic. I'm speaking back. Well, it is today. a gigantic opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Gigantic opportunity. And it's, <laughs> and it's a position where people will see you, and if you're good enough, they won't be able to ignore you unless they exactly, unless yeah. they don't like you. Yeah. And that's they funny. have to see you. It's funny you say that because so. Jim's rise to fame, fame, and he. But this Jim's the guy that he. So he went to a palm reader, which is. I'm just gonna like this. I'm skipping over one point just to say this because that's quite relevant to what you just said. Right. So he was driving down Melrose Melrose Place, and he saw a palm reader. Or a woman stood outside a comedy club with a sign saying, "Have your palm." That read. says it all. She's outside a comedy club. So <laughs> she told, and so she. He went and had his palm read, and she told him, and this was just before like shit started happening for him. She told him that there was about to, he was about to do three things, three movies that would be very very big, right for him, and it were very important to him. And after that, it would be impossible for people to knock him down Whoa. from that place. Yeah, so, but you got to think they're like if you're like a palm reader in LA, uh, it, it, it would be easy to say you're well, going to yeah, be in a film because everyone's everyone's just craving to be in yeah, films. Yeah. probably uses the same technique to everyone. Yeah. Next person, I think there's three big movies coming three up. Big movies coming. Your way. You're going to be impossibly ignored. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but you're going to have a swimming pool <laughs> in the hand. <laughs> Fifty dollars, please. So, um, and Jim was also the guy that wrote himself um, a ten million dollar check for acting services rendered and gave himself three years to have it come to fruition. Wow. And it did. Wow. <laughs> did it? Re- well, obviously, yeah. So, so he wrote himself a check and he was like, I'm going to cash this. I'm going to, that's a, that's a goal and a half. So Jim had, like I say, he'd had, he'd had some success at yeah. this point, you know, being in some sitcom, sitcoms along the way. And, yeah. and, and not 10 million pounds worth. But not 10 million pounds <laughs> worth. So, 1994, this was his year. The year that Kurt Cobain shot himself in the head or Courtney Love killed him. Oh, Sorry. Well, that's, that's, that's another episode. In theory. Is. We've already oh, done actually, that. Well, actually, she plays she plays a part in one of the films. Murder. She's just a murder tire. Anyway. anyway. Anyway, so in 1994, <laughs> that was this was his year. This was the year that Jim was making for. He landed roles in three of his most well-known blockbuster movies, um, including Ace Ventura, Peck Detective, in which um, he only took the part, and it, and the part had been refused by many other actors, um, if he could rewrite the script. And oh, so, oh, he, so, oh, so he ended because he read the script. He was like, "I like the idea, but it's sh- the shit. Your script shit. So I want to rewrite what? it. If you want me to be in it, that's pretty gangster. And this is his first movie. So yeah, he's, he's basically become he's the writer as well. Yeah. So pretty gangster, he rewrote that, and that, and they, and even though he'd never written a movie before, they some for some reason agreed to let him do that. He just turned it into a mad comedy sketch. Well, they've probably, they? Yeah, they've probably seen his comedy sketches and yeah. seen his and gone. Do you know what? Let's, let's give let, him a chance. Let's give him a chance. Yeah. So although many people and his like peers, his like other other comedians around yeah. him. Um, decided that this was, you know, and pre-screenings and early screenings that it was shit and that the whole film was going to be a flop. Actually, it was a huge success and like dropped in at number one. Yeah, yeah. On in the box office. Like um, love. The Mask followed. This is all in the same year. This is all in the same wow. year. Wow. So the Mask followed. Fuck where Jim, you. Jim got <laughs> yeah, to yeah. play out his cartoon fantasy and. The only one I remember really, well, one of the the, the main ones I remember watching as a kid. Um, over and over and over again. I loved The Mask when I was a kid. Was was yeah, you watched that the other night. I watched night. it the other night. It's wicked. Did, did, did he do any writing well. in that? Was, or was that his? No, I think that was just like... Ready for him, basically. Yeah, that was ready I for him. I think a lot of his stuff is improv anyway. So when they say you got to say this in this 
in this uh, so. scene, he's actually sort of okay. This is the the frame of what you want me to. You want me to stick to this path, but yes. I'll just do what I like. I and agree, be Jim Carrey. I agree because I I, I thought he this would be way further down his career, but actually no, it's like one. This is the second film he was in. Yeah, um, and he actually got a Golden Globe for for that for the role of Stanley Ipkiss in The Mask. Did he? Yeah, he did. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like that film really. Did he? Wow, I don't. I don't really. It's to me. It's. I, I don't know. So it's then, all, it's a pr- appreciate it. Yeah. Then he got um, a role in Dumb and Dumber, and oh, which wow, we all know classic. he plays a dumb guy really well, and he got paid ten million for that. Did he? So there you go. There's straight his check. off the bat. There's his check. There's your ten mil. There's your ten mil, and um, and actually, fun fact about that, you know, he's got a chipped tooth in it. Yeah. That's real. What? Like he's he's got he, that he took a tooth cap off that like that te- that exists in oh real right. life underneath a tooth cap. Uh, uh, that hang chip on. tooth. So he had a chip tooth before he did it, yeah, and yeah. just you. Oh and right, then they I took it off. Mean, like, fucking the chip is too for the film. That get, was get some pliers out. That's yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Fucking, Calm down, man. Some like this is worth ten million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a sharpie mark. It just. I mean, it's funny you talk about methodaxing, but that's going a bit far. Hit me, hurt me. So all three of these well-known films that we say happened in that year. These three films broke the box office on all counts uh, worldwide. How much did he make that year? Do you write it down? I, 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 you know, I couldn't stupid, find actual... Like all the, the following films I'm going to say, I, c- I know the amounts, but for some reason it didn't say how much he got for The Mask and Dumb and Dumb... Uh, for Ace Ventures. I can imagine it wasn't... It was probably like two, three mil maybe each. Pauper. Pauper. How did he survive? And the thing is though, he would have got so much more money since because of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh God, like mate! Royalty sort of thing. This is freaking yeah. like, this is just the tip of the iceberg, yeah, and yeah. this is just one year. And he, bre- you know, because they broke box office records, Jim, Jim became one of the biggest movie stars straight away off the on bat the planet in, in yeah. a year, yeah. just yeah. in wow. a year. Um, Meteoric, yeah, meteoric rise. And he, although he was um, making us all laugh that year. Jim wasn't laughing because um, three weeks after the release of The Mask, his father, who had supported him so heavily through his comedy career, up to that point, p- passed away. You see? It's obviously a huge... You, you know, have all that success, three films, you get that 10 million cheque that you wrote yourself, and then that happens. Mm. Yeah, and so what he did was, um, because obviously his dad was... You know, he's doing it for his dad just as much as himself because he liked sin his dad... Not because I wa- watching a documentary, Jim's Jim recorder that he his dad didn't he failed at a job he hated, which made it even worse. Yeah. He didn't fail at the thing he loved. He failed at the thing he hated. Yeah, he's compromised. Well, of course, you failed at the thing you hated because you hated it. That's why you failed because you're no, like, this got, is shit. No, he did it well and he got but he got Still laid didn't off, do didn't he? Yeah. So, mm. um, so he put it. so Jim put the self written ten million dollar check in his father's pocket and buried him with it. Oh right, okay. Um, it's like the universe goes. You've got this level of happiness and this level of like, gr- like success, and you feel this good. But it's like a it's like the it's negative like of it. Sweet, We've, it's got to yeah. be balanced somehow. Every, so every, we'll kill your dad. I just yeah. want to know if if his if his dad cashed it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. You not. fucking what? <laughs> you what? <laughs> it's a big con. It's a big con yeah. to get ten million quid. Buried with it, the bastard. <laughs> yeah. I, swore, I put him in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Obviously, after the, you know his father's death, Jim threw himself into work. Um, As and people do, yeah. The next sort of three years for him after the, after 1994 were super prolific. Uh, so 1995, Jim landed the part in the Batman, the only superhero franchise that existed at the time, which was Batman, because obviously there's loads of them nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and many. played the Riddler 
The Riddler. In Batman Forever. Riddler, Riddler. And it was said that Val Kilmer, who played Batman, and Tommy Lee Jones, who played Two-Face in the movie, with him, names, hated eh? him. Hated acting You know what? I kind of get really? the impression that, that that would be quite easy to do, to, to hate him when you're trying to get it done. Because his method of work seems to be, or say work, his method of, like I know what I'm talking about. He, he got, It's like when you watch his, like the outtakes, he's... I look at the people he's acting with and you can see it in their face. They're like, like would you just shut the fuck like up, Jim? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking do it, you but dick. That's, but that's what they put up with it. He smacks a pie in his own face. You're like, oh, God. That's why they've employed him because of that. That's yeah, why yeah. They, they want him to make the money for him. So, um, But actually, even though they all disliked him, the film was a big well, success. It yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And um, then he did, in the same year, um, the Ace Ventura sequel, When Nature Calls, <laughs> where he does some weird stuff with a rhino, if you've ever seen it. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> comes out of the arse of a rhino. Like as, you do. as you do. It's like, a, it's like a fake rhino with cameras in it, but he can't get out, so he comes out the old hole in the bum. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Classic uh, scene. Jim hated that film. He hated that sequel. What, the, s- the second? Yeah, and he vowed never to do well, sequels We didn't like the first again. script, did he? What? No, he, no, he liked the first day. He rewrote the first day. Yeah, but he didn't like the script, so he already thought it was a bit dodge. But he also got a lot more money for that one because no, he's already, shit. at this time, he's like a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Like the first one, he wasn't. Did he write the second one, do you know? Or? Um, well, I'm <coughs> guessing no, if he hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine <laughs> yeah, that. I wrote yeah, it. Hate it. But he sort, of, he, he sort of vowed never to do sequels again, but then he kind of did. Unless anyway. the cash <laughs> is yeah, right. The cash is mm. right. And then I'm willing to waver on my ban of sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 million? Go on then. So yeah. um, in 1996, um, then he was paid. He did uh, tw- he was paid 20 mil for pa- Cable Guy, um, Cable Guy, which was a bit of a different role for him because it's it's like a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah a bit like more a solemn, wasn't he? And yeah. um, and it was actually I didn't realise this. It was directed by Ben Stiller. Right. Okay. And um, and he's now considered like a cult classic. Yeah. But at the time, was dar- like was a lot darker than it had been. Um, it's what, got undertones. It, it got, yeah, then like it had been sort of advertised. In what so way? So people didn't like that because it, well, it was just like the comedy was dark. Oh, right. It's quite a dark comedy. Okay, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. I don't. I, I thought it was just a geezer coming around to fix TVs. I don't have really remember it. Have you watched it? I have, but I, c- I can't, can't remember, remember last it, week. No, I, I, can't, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I can't remember <laughs> watching a Jim Carrey film called Cable Guy five years ago. Why but it, it, it was, it w- he, was play- he was a departure from like the overconfident, kind of hyper, hapless kind of, characters he'd oh, been yeah. known for at turn, this point. Turn Jim down to five. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also turn on some of the kind of, you know, the dark shit. Oh, yeah. Because yes. I think there's some dark <coughs> shit inside him, you know. To definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. wanted to come out. Um, in 19... So, 20 mil for that one. Oh, <coughs> Rob's, Rob's got a sneeze that's gone away. Um, <sighs> in 1997, he got uh, 20 million for Lila. So, 40 right. million in like Jesus two years. Not bad. And this is in the 90s, so that's yeah. a lot. And uh, Liar Liar. So I love that film as well. Yeah, that's that a good brilliant. Liar Liar. See, everyone loves this. There's a Kerry film ev- for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And um, I, again, love that one growing up. And uh, in 1998, he took a pay cut. Oh, I can't. I didn't say how down much he actually got, mil. but it's just like down to like 10 just mil probably. Squeezing by. Oh, no, I uh, know. For, yeah. the, for the Truman Show. Yeah. Which, um, Why did he have to take a paycheck for that? Is pay, Jim Carrey? Uh, pay cut. I don't know, because obviously he really liked the idea of this and they couldn't pay him as much oh as okay, say like maybe. Dumb and Dumber and all that shit so um, but he took the role and uh, it, it because it was kind of a bit more serious he got it's like a good mix between like this kind of comedy guy and the seriousness of like the undertone of the story which yeah, is yeah. that he's trapped in his own unknowing TV simulation. show simulation yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, <laughs> simulation inside a simulation. Yeah. It, well, he's in a like a dome, isn't it? His whole life, like since That's, he was a child, yeah. has been. Filmed I like when he gets when he goes to the edge in the boat. And he's like clonk, and, and he just so he's like the point bit just goes through the edge, <laughs> <laughs> and they Imagine do everything that. to stop him from like getting out. But he gets and everyone's out. watching from the outside. <laughs> <they're> mental. <No. laughs> Weird. So um, weirdest fuck. Good idea. The next film he did, and this is kind of the main. Um, Deep Throat 4. Aspect of the podcast is um, the uh, role of and he played of Andy Kaufman in a film called The Man on the Moon. But let's take a break and we'll yes. get back into that. Okay. So in 1999, Jim took the role on of Andy Kaufman, a role um, in which Jim describes drove him psychotic. Um, (laughs) And also, remember Jim, this is someone Jim idolised as a a younger person. Like This was one of the people he was like, oh, so he wanted to do a good job. So he wanted to do a good job on this. Yeah. So there's no shadow of a doubt that this is one of Jim's greatest performances. If you watch Man on the Moon, it's actually really fucking good. I I haven't seen it. Watch it. So good. Um, I mean, I hadn't seen it. I watched the Jim and Andy documentary first. And then I was like, shit, I need to watch this film. The actual like film he made as a result of all the crap that he put people through. Yeah, yeah. He uncannily captures uh, the cult comedian fame for his um, sort of kind of idiosyncratic characters and like... Um, he even pr- looked pr- like him. Because he was like pranks as well. Like he, uh, Andy Kaufman, he was a very big prankster and... So, um, a bit of a dick, apparently. A bit of it. Well, at the end, that was the point. Absolutely. Uh, he was like, Andy Kaufman was, he was taking, he wasn't taking what was the norm. He was like going against the the, the expectation. Yeah. Um. So the moment Kerry was cast in the role of Andy, um, he decided for uh, the next few days. This is Jim Kerry uh, to yeah. talk telepathically to people. What? And um, hang on, and so it's ju- he's he said, only just been he cast. He said he was looking. Yeah, he was when he found out he was looking <laughs> over the. I can't remember <laughs> California or Hawaii or Is somewhere. He said he was on a beach looking at the oh, sea. Oh, that's why then he's trying to delay it so he can stay in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's doing. So still on, on my holiday. Yeah, three days later, so he gets that holiday. So he said um, that when he found out, um, that's the moment that Andy Kaufman showed up, um, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, "Sit down, I'll be doing my movie." What happened afterwards was out of my control. That's how Jim describes and, it now. And this, is that right, coming okay. from Jim? Like that's from now. Jim now. Like yeah, he's, yeah. Saying, he's saying that that that's actually how he, happened. That, that's that's how. If you from in that documentary, it's how he. So he's it, he's yeah. sort of describing that he telepathically spoke with someone that was we, dead, and then they possessed his body yeah. for the duration of filming it. Yep. That's right. basically okay. it. He's like, I had no control over what happened. Right. What have you been smoking? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Um, so now we know why Kerry claims um, he was possessed by the late comedian's spirit saying it was psychotic at times Jim Carrey didn't exist at the time the true author of the project is Andy and his genius the fact that he committed so completely to what he did really made that possible and made it essential for me to lose myself I don't feel like I made the film at all. I feel like Andy made the film. Whoa. Okay. Uh, so he, that, and those are all his words. That's deep then, isn't it? He's like, yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. Six months, I was off my box. Andy look, Kaufman I put, was I doing put, it. I put them in italics so, you, so I knew they were a quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like quote at the beginning. <laughs> um, so while on set, Kerry would only respond to individuals who called him Andy. 
See, this is the thing, While man. members of Kaufman's family would show up during filming to commune with their deceased relation. This is getting... See, immediately, it's, it's a bit... You'd be you'd like... Be like, what? Come on, you, like, his daughter... Yeah. And, there was this, and there's a moment where he's in the documentary where Jim, like, wells up because Andy Kaufman had a daughter quite young and she was put up for adoption. And um, when, he, when he was playing a part in Taxi, someone told her that that was her father. And he passed away before she ever ch- had a chance to meet him. So she met him through Jim. They Whoa. had a whole con- like hour conversation. Go on, Rob. Say, yeah. what, you, go on. Go say on. what you say. What you feel. Say what you feel. Fucking. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> you have to look at Rob. But this is what happened, though. This is that like she came, had an hour conversation with Jim as Andy. Well, she's off a rocker as well. Yeah, then nuts. I they're mean, all, they're all honestly, even his dad, like who was like a quite like a. I'd be pissed off. Colton's dad was like quite like a stuck up kind <laughs> of guy. Would you, why would you be pissed came off? Came and like hugs hugs him, and like, it's just weird, man. Why would you be pissed off? Because I'd be like, you're taking the piss, aren't you, mate? And he's, he's going, oh, I'm your dad or whatever. I'll be like, you're fucking not. I Stop being a prick. <laughs> turn back to Jim Carrey, right? <laughs> and then turn back to my dad when you're doing the fucking movie. But the thing is, they believed it. They they were coming to speak. Yeah, that's that's, they, that's they, they're they, just as yeah. mad as him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the di- director of the film, Milos Foreman, um, became exacerbated with Jim Carrey's uh, devotion to method acting. And Andy informed him uh, that Andy Jim... Andy Jim in quite... This is Jim Carrey speaking to him. Um, could go back to just doing a generic impression of Kaufman if uh, Foreman truly wanted him to, but Milo's eventually declined. So he was, he knew he, he, deep down that the le- the lengths that he was going to was would make for a better film ultimately. Right. Okay. So he was like, "All right, fucking hell!" I just wanted to speak to Jim for a bit. So Jim Carrey's gone now. Jim's gone. He's not around. Like mm-hmm. he. He's brown bread at the minute. So are you so are you saying that he's like that that that's bollocks then? That well, yeah, the, it is. The communicate the t- telepathic is. communication and then being possessed I mean, by the Andy. Obviously, <laughs> is isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't it's know. Fun to talk about though, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, but I mean, everyone must have been so pissed off of him. Uh, but the thing is, right? It's not even Andy. And we'll get into yeah, it's it. Jim Carrey. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, no, we know. no, it was, it was Tony. <laughs> it was Tony Clifton that was the problem because he was Tony an absolute Clifton. dickhead. Right. This this character that, that Andy Kaufman created was a, just a dickhead. So like, so you're saying now, like, like so like, it wasn't it's, just it's Andy. Jim Carrey being Andy, being but being, just, being Andy's Tony. character that he made. So it's like Mad Inception. Yeah. He's going yeah. deeper and it's deeper like, into like, like who are you? Method acting Inception. It's madness. Um, so Carrey's experiences on the set of Man on the Moon. Form the basis of the documentary we were talking about called titled Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond, the story of Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman featuring a very special con- uh, contractually obligated mention to Tony Clifton. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the documentary was um, a compilation of behind the scenes footage of the making of the film Man on the Moon, which actually was filmed by um, his uh, look, Andy Kaufman's golf girlfriend. Right. Um, what, did the documentary? Yeah. What did she think about this? She loved it. She, she thought that was that, him? Like, so basically, they said they, won- they said they it wanted does, to mate, film it is weird. behind the scenes of the film. And 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 <laughs> Jim didn't like the idea of that. He's like, I hate, I'm always followed by paparazzi and cameras anyway. So he, the only way he would do it is if um, this girl, this woman, I uh, can't, can't remember her name. Um, Mrs. Carey. Mrs. Mrs. Kaufman. Kaufman. <laughs> and... Um, Filmed it along with Bob um, Smuda, who was uh, Andy Kaufman's like best mate, kind of sidekick guy. Look, look at Rob, look at the frown on his face. So like Jim was like, <laughs> I'm only only comfortable people filming it if it's them. So 
What, just, go on, Rob. Go on. I, I, I just want to know what's going on. What the frick? <laughs> I just want to know what's going on with the, their minds, as in, like, you know, it, um, Kaufman's wife or girlfriend and the mate. Just, are they going, this is funny? Or are they going, you know, is he being a dick? Is, what is he doing? Well, from what I could see, it seems like, like people that knew Andy were turning up on set where, to, to see Jim's body with Andy in it and were talking as if, if it was. He's got a little side business there, and he? But he's. Pocketing yeah. like a tenner off each person. <laughs> the thing is, like with method acting, you can kind of like get, you can get how like if you're gonna like portray someone, and and I'm guessing these people literally do try and pretend that they are them. You like you see some people that are like they're like a prisoner of war, so they lose weight, don't they? And then they fucking tr- like live in a box for f- six months before they film it, so they can get into character. And he's doing that with lots and lots of characters for right? I don't even. Th- it's. I don't know, man. Yeah, could, could quite, he believe it? That's quite astute, like you saying that, because like later on, when we talk about like him later on in life, and like what happened to him, sort of mentally, like well, that's kind of it's it's different because it's it's about um, I suppose the reason why he might be acting like this as well is because it's about a real person. Well, a lot of the other ones weren't; they were all made up characters. They were him in a way. Yeah, they were basically him being Ace Ventura or the Mask or something. People who don't exist. And this person existed, yeah. so he, he tried to change his acting, but uh, I think he's gone a bit too far. Yeah, at one Mad. point in the in the documentary, the person interviewing was like, um, had you ever played a real person before? And he kind of <laughs> laughs and goes, well, yeah, like a real-life person, yeah? So, um, but the, the documentary sort of is based around, like, obviously the footage from the making of uh, The Man on the Moon and also, like, in uh, present-day Jim Carrey with his big old, bushy beard and like or does he talk about talking it on about it about like his his like acting and talking about doing the whole and like the whole thing and what how it kind of mentally like is he like talking about that move that, that movie that and, 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 and all the, the, f- the footage and like yeah, just and explaining like what, what yeah. he was doing he might yeah. have been at the time just like and also just stuff like that he'd done previously as well like he talks about his dad for a bit and he talks about like his family and his you know all the stuff we've talked about really so it, it's a good it's a good watch yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, Colfman, who died in 1984, was sort of best known for uh, into the mainstream as his um, for his character he played in the sitcom Taxi um, uh, called Alatka Gravas. Gravas, I think. So um, we, we don't. I've never even heard of that. And you're definitely not pronouncing it wrong. I guarantee you. I guarantee that's exactly (laughs) the way it's pronounced. (laughs) Even with the uh, little delay. The Gravas. Um, so he he Andy earned enduring cult following for um, a style his style of high wire and bizarre comedy that blurred the boundaries between what was real and what was not. So yeah. this again is kind of it, like it's he, he can rela- I could imagine Jim can relate to him then. Yeah, yeah. He did like mad things like lip syncing to the Mighty Mouse theme song, wrestled women, yeah, um, he did, didn't and he? became like a he became. He called himself the. Um, he was quite aggressive at some points to people. Yeah, like he, but he would only wrestle women. Like he wouldn't wrestle men, and the only and man he wrestled like, the fuck out of him. Got at, like hurt him quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, hurt, he did. Hurt so, yeah. Carey. No, no, Andy. Andy. Hurt the, Andy a lot. Yeah, we're talking about Andy. That's like, why he's probably doing it to women then, because um, he knows that the bloke's just going to drop an elbow in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen you doing that to but everyone else. Funny, if he does that, I'm having in him. In the film, they get the same wrestler to 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 fight. And uh, the, yeah. and the gym as Andy, oh, right? Okay, and he fucking gets moody and, because it's like he's seen Andy. Yeah, and he yeah. get and Andy like th- there's like altercations between them because he's playing Andy and Andy hated him. And he he's like, he actually him. says I actually quite like the guy, but Andy hated him. 
So I hated it's like crazy. At, at the time I didn't. It was mad, man. Like it's it's nuts. It's mad, isn't it? Um, what? What's happening? All, uh, so Andy also um, appeared and in disguise as the loutish lounge singer Tony Clifton. Uh, Kaufman's aim was to as much to confound the audience. Uh, audience's expectations and push the public's buttons as it was to deliver laughs and in a, in the traditional sense uh, sometimes taking it to the brink of like madness yeah if you take it to that point like of where it's been he, too he, far it's just madness like the stuff he'd say like where where like you know women's lib was coming through because obviously this is the 70s and like he would go the other way and start saying that they 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 deserve you know women are great at Staying in the kitchen and ironing and doing all the th- all the right. opposite. Yeah, he's trying to like, get reaction. Yeah, like exactly. He doesn't, That's the he thing, doesn't like, really believe that. No, I mean I don't well, know him. I've never met him, knows, obviously. But, but I would, I, don't, I would imagine that he didn't. He's just trying to get reaction. reaction yeah. 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 So um, <laughs> Kerry, who was offering, uh, so co- coming off the acclaimed uh, 1998 satire, The Truman Show. Uh, when he signed Man on the Moon, so that was the film he did just before, wanted to bring the same spirit of playfulness and total commitment to the role. Um, and in the end, Kerry's performance would become something more than an exercise in method acting, verging of an out, verging on an out-of-body experience. Well, that's what it seems, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, it, yeah. it seems like he's being possessed. Yeah, but he's not, is he? <laughs> Come he's, on. He's, he's, <laughs> he, he, what he said, uh, this is Jim directly saying, it di- I didn't black out, so he was there, but... I, the balance was in Andy's corner. I broke um, a couple of times on weekends and stuff. And pretty much from when I woke up to when I went to bed, the choices were all his. That's what Jim says. Are you saying that <clears throat> there is there any possibility in the entire universe of all infinite pro- probabilities that there's no way that that could have happened, that he actually was possessed by him? What are you saying, Rob? Well, if you're saying that and everything's in- infinite, then obviously, yeah, it can be, but it's, it's not, is it? Though? <laughs> Doesn't seem it's like it. No, well, it's not though in this world, is it? You know what I mean? It's it's. He's he just, just went to. It, it, it's not. Really come on, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those. Jim, wake up, be normal, have your breakfast down in the hotel room or whatever, right? Fucking get to work and maybe start an hour before your method shit. And then leave it as that, all right, mate? Yeah, yeah. crack up. When it, when it gets pe- to our five star. People, like, yeah. especially the director, just longed to talk to Jim. Yeah. And he wouldn't allow it. Like, Andy wouldn't allow it, is what he says. Well, if you want a good film, that's it's what like you get, you wa- I suppose. That's what he says. He's like, if you, oh, Jim can come back and do a mediocre impression, or we can just stay as we are. And he, did, he agreed to stay as they were. Was there a parting moment when I would have gone. I would have just gone, yes, go with the we'll mediocre. About it. And it's really confusing, so I'm hoping I've like written it down well enough to, like, to, to get we'll the get point it. We'll just across. probe you until we. Uh... So um, Carrie's insistence on staying in character at times proved exhausting for those around him, and as when um, playing Kaufman as Clifton, which right. means he's playing Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton. Right, it's too deep. Yeah. In ca- it was he, two characters deep. Would, yeah, yeah. So he would hurl foul-mouthed abuse at the director and follow and fellow actors. Yeah, in the outtakes. Um, this, go, fuck this, you, this, this out of out of filming, he would be like aggressive and dick. like a complete. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone saying titles, and, a bit and of this a obviously cut. made a hugely frustrating. And he would even like Jim Carrey would walk around in um ha- uh, like when he wasn't in because Clifton was like this kind of jowly sort of he had a lot of makeup to put on to be Tony Clifton, so he would wear a brown paper bag on his head with holes in it to see 
that he wouldn't he would he wouldn't become come out as Jim. Wow. He would wear a brown paper bag on his head. That's that's and, and then do the Tony Clifton voice. So he didn't want well, well that just shows you though that he's he clearly knows he's Jim Carrey because he wouldn't have done that in the yeah, first place. Well, he always going to look like point. Jim Carrey because he's Jim Carrey. Yeah, but but, but he but, but he what I mean is he's obviously knows who he is and he's just been a dick. Maybe because he he wouldn't have gone he wouldn't have gone. Oh, I need to put a paper bag on to hide that I'm Jim Carrey just to for this character. It's a good point, and you would think that if he was actually possessed, he wouldn't. It wouldn't matter. He'd just be like, "Well, I'm Tony or Dave or whatever." But do you think that there'd be some form of like actual like Andy Kaufman would would present some form of irrefutable evidence that he actually was in possession of Jim Carrey's body? Like he'd be able to go, "Yeah, yeah, you, no, my wife's got just, like a mole on this just, just on the left bit of a." Boob or something. At like, the reality of it is he, he lost himself in method acting. Yeah, That's the reality like. of it. Like that he didn't That's get possessed by Andy Kaufman. He lost oh, himself in it. the method acting, becoming becoming too much like the p- real person himself. Um so the uh, I did actually write down the name of the woman that does his um did did all the footage. So that the behind the scenes footage was filmed by his girl uh Kaufman's longtime girlfriend, uh Lynn Margolis? Again, Margolis. Perfect pronunciation. Honestly, these na- names are hard. <laughs> they are. Words are hard. They are. So, this is the thing, man. The, the early, it's not, not early, but it's morning podcasts. We need to be back. This fucking pandemic yeah, is the to fuck off. And we can go like back afternoon. inside <laughs> and yeah. start them at six o'clock and have a few beers. That's it. That's what we need. So, um, and obviously his close friend and creative partner. So a lot of he, this guy wrote a lot of Andy Kaufman's material. Um, Bob Jmuda. I know that's right. <laughs> Bob Jmuda. Jmuda. Um, initially, he had been intended, and this had been intended to be released, like I said, with the film, but Universal didn't want to wouldn't release it because they were afraid it looked made at Jim Carrey look too much like a it dick. It did as well, well though, it, it did. did. But because it sat in Jim Carrey's offices for years and, yeah. and it was Jim's decision to make... To, to put it out? To put it out there, yeah. It did look like a bit of a weapon in it. And why, why did he why did he put it out just I'll, to I'll explain? I'll tell you later, yeah. All right, okay. Because I think it just his mindset had changed. Yeah, so he's just gone, oh, um, yeah, I was a dick. I need everyone to see this. Because uh, <laughs> Universal Pictures... Um, Decide, you know, thought thought it made him look like a see you next Tuesday. So you you don't, they just didn't want people to think of him on that. Don't come across well, mate. Because actually, you wouldn't if you didn't watch the documentary, you wouldn't actually really know. Like from just watching the film, you just think he's just done a good job. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have known about how much of a dick he was behind the scenes. scenes, Yeah. 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 So um, now you were saying to Jim, like, so a little bit of Jim, I feel reading this reappeared whilst filming Man on the Moon when um, Jim imp- uh, pr- embarked on a prank to Hugh Hefner Right. when Jim Carey was invited to one of his like uh, Playboy Mansion Hell yeah. parties. Right, yeah, yeah. And I was oh, how English did I sound in parties? <laughs> <laughs> oh, posh. Oh, posh. Um, okay, so this gets a bit confusing because it's like, what? <laughs> Jim Carey being well, no, Andy, being the, Tony, no, being Dave. No, this is the problem. So being an ant. Jim wasn't on the planet at the time, as he says, and he had been replaced with Andy Kaufman and Tony Clifton. Of course, Tony Clifton was um, a fictional character yeah. that was played by Andy Kaufman yeah. until his death in 1984, which which then, this is important, taken over. So this Clifton character was taken over by his fellow co-writer, friend, long-time confidant, uh, Bob Schmuder. So Bob Schmuder carried on Tony Clifton after Andy right. Kaufman died. Okay. Because Andy Kaufman died of lung cancer yeah. in 1984. Okay. So, 
Um, so, so someone else was the, so the but character this, in the end. This put up questions, and I was going to try and like do half and half and half, but it got too confusing. Andy Kaufman, there was a lot of talk because he was a, such a prankster about whether he actually was dead, and oh that right. because he's cut this Tony Clifton character, and a lot of the time he, ca- when he was in character as Tony Clifton, he wouldn't. Um, admit to being Andy Kaufman he would be like oh he'd think he'd be like no Andy Kaufman he's he's a good guy like you know he'd be yeah. like I'm not it, when people would ask her oh, but you are Andy Kaufman no so um and that he kind of faked his own death so that that's the thing because when he told people that he was do- he had can- terminal cancer they didn't literally believe him, believe him. they were thought it was like, like a skit and that they w- it was something new he wanted to do like when he's losing weight and that and they're yeah. like oh, yeah. he's really taking it to the, yeah. uh, the next level he's there. going grey and, and then he died and they were like he's hiding somewhere yeah, like yeah. that's it. Honestly, they thought a lot of people thought he'd like pranked his own death. So at this, obviously, at the time of filming, Bob Schmuder was uh, of Man on the Moon was part. He was part of this documentary yeah. filming yeah. process, so he was present. And Carrie asked Bob to turn up to this party dressed as Tony Clifton, pretending to be Jim. What? Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the reverse. The reverse. So this Bob Schmuder turns up. And they let him in because he says, Jim's not here, but Tony wants to come and play. Like, And so they let him in. Hugh Hefner walks in around the party, introducing him to everyone as Jim. Thinks he's Jim Carrey. Everyone Kerry. thinks he's Jim Carrey. There's, apparently there's one guy that was like, that's not Jim that's Kerry. Not Jim. Yeah, yeah. He's a foot shorter than Jim. Yeah. Like, that ain't Jim. But everyone's like, because he's playing this character and everyone knew he was, that Jim was so heavily into method acting Andy yeah, yeah. and Tony at the Just time. Just got to go with it. They believed it was him. Yeah, yeah. And then... You tricksters. So so Jim, at the time, Kerry was just... <laughs> go, he went to In-N-Out Burger and got a fucking burger and some and a, and a milkshake, a chocolate milkshake. Kept in contact with Bob Jamuda the whole way through him being at this party. And he's just like being a dickhead at this party. So he's As Tony there. Clifton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim's not even there. He's there, but he's not there. That's what but everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone thinks he's there. Yeah, but he's but not. But then Jim turns up as a Jim in his pyjamas two hours doing? late and everyone looks at him going... You've been pranked, You've son. Been pranked. And apparently Hugh Hefner just went grey. Did he? He was just like, what the fuck? Who's this fellow walking around? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, and, apparently, and, and Bob got at, like escorted off. Did he? That's yeah, great. Yeah. They threw him out. That's a bit moody, yeah. Yeah. isn't it? I would have given him a drink and gone, fair probably, play, mate. Probably because Jim Carrey went, he's an imposter. Yeah. Kick him like, out. What? You told me to do this? Yeah. I've yeah. <laughs> like, never met him before in my life. Yeah. It's like, okay, security. so it's, <laughs> yeah. it's Bob's movie. Kick him in the bollocks. As Tony. <laughs> Playing Jim, it's all like such a weird, like, but Character I feel like inception. that was such a Jim kind of yeah, prank. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like that's very Jim. Like he came back a bit for that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think he rec- he recalls it in the documentary. But he also recalls it like after G- after Hugh Hefner died, saying, "Oh, I pranked him once doing this." Because this is all a long time ago. Yeah, like, yeah. This time, this is like this uh, is like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think twenty ninety nine. Um, Time, you motherfucker. Yeah. When Hugh Hefner was 104. <laughs> yeah. When Jim was done filming Man on the Moon, uh, he couldn't remember who was anymore. And um, he began to wonder what it was that was real, saying that the Truman Show actually had become something of a repre- representation of his career and constantly sort of reaffirming itself, um, almost like a teaching or a prophecy uh to uh, f- of how he created himself to become popular and what would happen if he peels away the character and everybody want- wanted him to be. So, so he's, that, he's that everybody loved, like, would they... So basically what he was saying is, he lo- because he sort of exited being Jim for a while and all Jim's worries 
Because yeah. Jim was not a happy guy behind the scenes. Oh, clearly. He was pretty depressed. He had like a lot of problems with depression. So being Andy gave him some freedom from that. And then, but when he wasn't Andy anymore and he was done filming, he, it was like he didn't really know who Jim was and what Jim should be. Because he spent too much time being Buddy Andy, that's yeah. why. Right, you know split personality disorders? Can, uh, I mean... Can I, that happen? Like, can they just spontaneously yeah, occur? So, yeah. so that's what's happened. It's like so. a self-induced split personality. Maybe. You and hear he's about just you hear acted Colton well. But then he get, he gets rid of it as quick as it comes along, so I doubt... People with split personalities can't get rid of their split personalities. They're yeah, just you, there to stay, aren't they? It can, it can appear from like traumas and stuff, can't it? So, um, like head trauma or something, and suddenly they, they start... Being like two or three people, and that's mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jim sort of recalls and that Andy came back to make his movie, and Andy did what Andy does, and and turned it upside down, and yet it still got the film still got made. Um, and ultimately, he says it was a joyful and loving experience for everybody involved. Fuck off. Because, yeah. and I tell you why, because people became really attached to the Jim playing Andy yeah. guy like because he was they so in, at, at, in it like they didn't see Jim they only saw Andy and they became especially when because he really really well method acted him dying and and people were like more like co-actors were mourning Whoa. the fact that really this, yeah and this is and just mad apparently, got like a spell. apparently like even Tony who everyone hated because they were all like no Tony don't come back like they hated Tony they all on the last day wore Fuck brown Tony. paper bags on their heads so it's like it's like this. He said something weird happened on this set. It like does he, sound like it's it. like even at one point the guy who was playing Kaufman's dad in the film came into Jim's trailer mm. and had this sort of altercation with Jim, as his father, uh, like yeah. uh, as Andy and like it was like they were both method acting at the time, like but out. Or of they pro- were possessed. Pro- oh, it's, it's just probably weird. only because. <laughs> Um, Jim couldn't get out of his method acting and the fella goes I'm going to have to pretend him I'm his dad yeah yeah and you know what? And so there's this weird shit like that happened yeah. I think you're right there because I saw, when I saw little bits I thought that I thought they were just they just got to play along with it and pretend that they're part of Andy's world yeah. just to just to try and shut him up but there, <laughs> there was one there was one point where like um, there's a there's a scene where um, Andy and that that wrestler were on like a talk show and Jim was like, hit, like he was supposed to pretend hit him, and he was like, no, hit me for real, like hit me for, and he did, like proper slaps him to the floor. Yeah, he did. He's bat- battered like him, bat- didn't he? Like so, and but also like, oh. Jim, Jim, um, when they did the scene of him fighting, because I think Andy Kaufman actually got hurt in no. that real in real life. Yeah, yeah. And Jim pretended, and they took it, like he got hurt, and he got t- taken off to hospital because he's a good he, actor. Yeah, yeah. But like he was like, how far do I take this? Do I tell people that I'm actually not hurt, or do I? Well, he's Andy Kaufman at that point, isn't he? Yeah. So he like takes they take him off the MRI scans a lot, man. And he was just and he was didn't even wasn't even they, hurt. They would have done that. They were like, anyway. oh, he's got a little bit he's of a Jim swelling Ca- on the. No, he's like, Jim it was on the news, and he was looking at going, fucking news. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> Jim, he's yeah. Jim Carrey. Like if he fell over and broke a finger, now they're going to take that Hollywood actor who's uh, like a cash cow. They're definitely going to put your finger through an MRI scanner and make sure he's fine. This is Jim Carrey's worth millions to us we've got to get yeah. this film done like this yeah. is, I mean at the time this and he's just been beaten up by a wrestler one of the biggest Hollywood actors known like he uh, for the, the part and dumb and uh, no one of the, I think one of the 20 mils like that was the highest paid uh, money a comedic, comic actor got ever up yeah, to that point that's like, changed now obviously now but like back then that he that was it he was earning the most money yeah. cash like, son so Jim's only regret is that he wasn't in the music video for the REM soundtrack 
from the film Man on the Moon. If anyone didn't know that, that's that. Is that, that it, you know, would you believe? Yeah, is yeah. That, oh God, I'm singing. Okay. <laughs> if you believe, I think I'm fine. If you believe, are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you singing? It's wrong. Um, and yeah, saying that um, at the time they wanted him to be on the music video as Andy Kaufman, and he couldn't do it. He's like, Why? I was, uh, he was done being Andy. He's oh, like, I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't. Yeah. He was like, he at that point after he was facing some of his own demons, and he couldn't. He didn't know who he was. He didn't did know he? who he was. He was like, I couldn't do Andy anymore. Uh, but that's a big regret for him. He was like, I think he wished he'd kind of done that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because he was questioning his own experience. Uh, sorry, his own like reality. Yeah, who and he was. His reality, who he yeah. was, and like what he was about, and like what and what to become. Uh, you know, what what do what do I do from here? Mm. Um, this obviously made Jim very unhappy. Happy realizing that um, playing Andy so intensely. Almost becoming Andy was an escape from his real life, and it does sound like that. Problems. Yeah, it and does that sound he'd, like that. And that he'd realised that that becoming someone else had made him feel better about being himself than being himself. And mm. he probably thought, "Who am I anyway?" Because I'm constantly acting. I'm like always portraying something. Yeah, someone that I'm not. Yeah, maybe. Mate, mate, and he's done that since he was what, like you say, like when he was messing around and throwing him downstairs in front of his mom when he was like twelve. If he's done that his whole life, he's he's probably like, "I've hammed this up to make people laugh." So much. If I don't ham it up and just be me, who am I? Yeah. I don't even know I'm how to lost. do that. Yeah, that's yeah. something. Yeah. But I think, and I think he sort of recalls on this quite a lot that he came to the realization that he had created himself to make it. So he created that Jim Carrey was actually a character. Yeah, yes, yeah. and it think, wasn't yeah. an intentional one, but he actually created a character that, um, you know, that that people want to make him. To, to make be himself real. successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he's like talking and people go, Jim Carrey's gone mad. That is, he's just being Jim Carrey now. That's who he is. He's, yeah. he's turned it the the, the madness, the noises and everything. Called, he's turned that off. Yeah, yeah, That is him. That person. Yeah, and he sort of says, if you ha- he, if you create yourself to make it, if you create a personality or a cam a camera, no character to create, you know, to become yeah, yeah. successful, at some point you have to make a decision to either let that creation go. And just sort of take it on the chin and hope that you're liked for your, the real you, yeah. or Keep hate, or 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 just or just hated, mm. or you grasp onto the to the creation and the character, and go to your grave never actually really being yourself. Yeah. So he's sort of really started quite, to question it's quite, dark, quite deep it, and dark. Yeah. Like it's he's quite dark, yeah. Question like what reality, like what you know of. What's the reality of him? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you've got is. like a shitload of like a hundred million quid. Who gives a fuck what everyone thinks? Yeah. Just well, do whatever you want to exactly. do. <laughs> I'll just be me. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jim Carrey went on to film many, many, many other Hollywood movies. Um, in the year, in the years after, including and up to now, like including Me, Myself, and Irene, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Bruce Almighty, I Love You, Philip Morris, Yes Man, just to name a few. Yeah. Is he, what's it? Is he still like? He was in. He was in the Sonic Hedgehog movie recently. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't he. Um, like the main. He was the. Evil he was character. the Ro- Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. yeah. So he would have loved that as well because it's all a bit weird. And yeah, bit he does. He, it's very Jim Carrey. In yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is it? Is that Jim Carrey? Is yeah, it yeah. very Doctor Jim? Is he like? Yeah, he played, Yeah, yeah. Very Jim Carrey in it. Oh. Yeah. Um, or is he? That's a, yeah. Or is he? Yeah. So he actually thinks he's Doctor Robotnik. He doesn't even exist. He's possessed me. But more recently, Kerry says that Jim. Kerry the guy uh, was just 
obviously another character and no longer exists so that's yeah. why a lot of like time is it's like people are like is he going mad because he s- keeps going out, out in the world saying jim carrey doesn't exist anymore yeah, like yeah. that he doesn't exist he was he's, a basically, he's basically like retired he's, him yeah and <laughs> he played the guy like we said from the beginning that was free from concern yeah because yeah. he wanted to people to look on him and watch him Feeling free from he was concern. Pati- he was molding himself to what he what wanted. people yeah. thought people wanted him to yes. be yeah yeah instead of being him and yeah, yeah. but ultimately the guy was the char- you know a character and that's not really the like you can't do that forever not unless you unless unless that's the thing and not unless you are that person that twelve year old kid throwing yourself down the stairs and doing all the Jim Carrey shit if that's what yeah, you are that's what you are I think mm. to Just a point a he was but like there was a moment where he decided he would be this haphazard you know, guy that was just free of, seemingly free of all concern, but in reality, he never was. was, This all made him very, very depressed. Mm. And it was this thinking in recent years that's made him, made a lot of people think he's gone nuts because, Mm. you know, he would say stuff like, who the hell is Jim Carrey? And Jim doesn't make sense anymore. And I don't want to be anymore. Well, great. Just, just don't. Yeah. You, know, you never well, were. Yeah. You never were that person. I anyway. kind of, I kind of understand that. I understand that he's basically, like you say, he's been putting up an act yeah, um, for so many years, and he's not actually being himself. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey, but the Jim Carrey I mean, on yeah. a telly doesn't exist no, anymore. He's, he's still, just being him. He's, he's saying that. Jim Carrey, he, yeah, he's, he's saying that that character's gone. Yeah. The one who was acting and all that in his and, life. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm just a normal person called Jim Carrey. And actually, this is what's freed him to be. So this disconnect from the character that he created, this creation, mm. um, freed him to talk about his viewpoints. Uh, for many, for the, a lot of time, he would wouldn't say like a lot. You hear a lot of like celebrities saying this. They're f- so afraid to give their viewpoint because they're like afraid of the backlash and yeah, yeah. Afra- like Taylor Swift. That happened to her, didn't it? Because she, you know, she put she put like her viewpoints forward and everyone hated her for it. But um, and then she disappeared for like a year completely from like you know the world because she gets too much you can imagine like how many people that they're that have access to them and can send them messages yeah like she wanted to tweet about politics and like but she's tweeting to hundreds of millions of fucking people a a nation it's nuts so um imagine having that that'd be i'd say some mad stuff yeah (laughs) how many people listening 100 million million. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're in for a treat today (laughs) it's gonna be fun so now instead of the carefree, hapless guy we all got used to, Jim Carrey being, he's now kind of viewed on as being political, routinely odd, and no longer funny. I mean, I don't necessarily agree he's not funny anymore, but um, he believe now this one I don't agree with. He believes that the MMR vaccine causes autism. Yes, he's an anti-vaxxer. Is he really? Yeah. Mm. His ex-girlfriend, um, Kath- uh, Katharina White, killed herself... Um, her parents sued him for providing the drugs she used. Um, I tried to look further into this right. uh, to see if there was like a huge conspiracy behind it. Yeah. Um, the reality of it is that it no, there wasn't really. It was just that um, he, this girlfriend, they found his were pre- drugs. They were pretty depressed together. No, they weren't together when she kills herself. So right. they were pretty depressed, depressed while together, having this kind of on and on again, off again sort of situation going on. 
and then she got more they broke up she got more depressed and killed herself her parents were kind of mad about that yeah. so then they <laughs> understandably they, they went who's got a lot of cash sued, who we can sue they sued Jim, oh, Jim for providing the prescription drug she used to kill herself and he countersued he won he sued uh, them it, it, it's like it, it's not really a th- anything other than a, a very de- very right. sort of de- uh, you know so what did she do she said his drugs disturbed young lady Killed herself. Did she take his drugs or did she take her drugs? Well, th- that's the thing. They're saying that the prescrip- she didn't have prescriptions to the drugs she used to so kill herself. So she took herself. his? So this, what, the th- what they said was that he gave her the prescription drugs. I find it hard to believe to that he's going to go, are you suicidal? Here's my drugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, probably just, she's probably just he grabbed won. a stash like it, of it, it before. Was all, all, it was all dropped. Obviously, it, didn't have a, it wasn't great for him and his like, pro- public profile. Of but course. I don't think he gives a shit about that anymore, no, to no. be honest. He's literally lost the shit giving. Mm. Um, yeah, it is what it is. The thing is, that he's also into whole, this whole new, new sort of zen, new age thing where... He's like, there's no me. There's just stuff happening to me. Right, like, okay. He sort of just thinks he thinks of himself as just floating. Yeah, he's through got like the his ego's gone. The, through just, the sort of world he's just of a thing. like, he's just on the planet that's spinning like round and round. Like he sort of freed himself from all the kind of religion and all that shit. It's funny when you, it's easy to he do that when you got loads of dough. I was about to say he hasn't freed himself from his cash though, has he? <laughs> no, true <laughs> that. <laughs> he's kept that in the bank, hasn't he? He's freed himself from everything else. Off, do you want to get rid account? of all your hundreds of millions? Nah, we'll leave that in the bank. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's real. I mean, for, for a while, he became quite well known for having this gigantic beard that sort of like everyone focused on. Um, and it was funny, I was watching him on like a, a talk show where he was talking about like he, the fact that this beard like was more famous than he was at mm. that point. And uh, and that he, but he, you know, he has the beard, but he still shaves his balls. So he's still funny. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, he's like, you know, if you see the beard go away, you know, there's, you know, that, that there's probably a beard somewhere else on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't um, it funny, man, the beard and they go on about that just because he grew a beard. Just because he grew a beard. So um, he's also quite political. Um, he's sort of vehemently... Uh, against guns and um, started several although he starred in several movies that were quite like gun toting Mm. yeah they paid well Um, but yeah he sort of repeatedly has blasted the National Rifle Association blasted it blasted (laughs) it (laughs) shot it down war pistol shot it yeah (laughs) Yeah. Potato um, gun. Yeah. He's openly a harsh critic on Donald Trump. I mean, many people are, I guess. Um, the actor sort of produced a number of paintings, uh, sort of satire paintings uh, to portray de- the president in um, a p- in particular and his administration in general. Uh, I think he's quite active on Twitter. I think he's quite openly sort of like... Um, who cares? Jim Carrey. Well, yeah, yeah. He's How many? F- has he got loads of followers? Oh he must God, have. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's trying to. He's trying. He thinks he's. But what I he's don't think he's. He's not fearing the the loss of following. He to ca- if he, but you know, he just puts his opinion out there. He now. doesn't he's care. Sort of, he's freed himself from the constraints yeah, of yeah. what. And I think ha- doing that part because there was one point where he was asked, "Do you think if you'd not taken that part of Andy Kaufman, you'd do?" And he was you'd like, be "Well, like no, today. I w- it would be different because you know, and it, he, he sort of you." Go on it's a different a path, path it, completely. Yeah. Like path. if you, so he obviously doing that whole thing really made him question the reality of who he was, yeah. and then ultimately down the line, I mean, twenty odd years later, he's sort of like, yeah, I'm just me. I'm just fucking. I'm just floating around doing whatever. It is what I want, it man. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously still doing films. Like he still does shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean people can ridicule him, but he'll pull in a lot of money at the yeah. box office. He's done a he's done a series as well. I think. He's doing some, si- like, so, you know, because I, I think before, like, go, going from movie star to TV star was quite, like, it wasn't great. But now, I think a lot of movie stars are doing that and sort of um, 
you know, starring in, in these kind of these sort of like special these Netflix and these yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime and t- Apple TV. Strange that, isn't it? I wonder yeah. why. I wonder is there why. something, the is there something there to, to make them do that? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who it was. Is it might it have been someone saying something to Will Smith saying Will Smith speaking to somebody saying, Don't go on, don't do YouTube, don't do it, don't do Netflix, don't do any of that stuff. <clears throat> Gotta stick with Hollywood. And then whoever this aspiring young actor was like, No, I'm just gonna do what I want and Obviously, all these big A-listers are now moving towards. Stranger, is yeah. there something that something to do with is that? Something in front what of them they can grab and spend with. I mean, um, <laughs> what was it that? Um, oh God, I forget his name. Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Oh yeah. So he said at the Golden Globes, didn't he? He was talking about Apple TV and how like they're all cashing in and like how Apple uses Chinese like slave yeah, labor yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, I, I love Jim. He's so good. He just, just says double standards yeah, everywhere in there. Yeah. Ricky Gervais is another one of them, and he just says what he fucking thinks. And I think Jim Carrey's kind of got to that point where he's like, I'm just gonna, I, I'm just gonna be known as to be the person that says whatever the fuck I want. I don't yeah, have yeah. to hide behind this kind of like. A goofy kind of character, character yeah. anymore. I, I suppose it's like a realization. Look, I I I did what I did to get to where I've got. Now I've got to where I am. I have the money to be free. Uh, I don't care if my films are well received. I, I'm doing them because I want to do them. I don't care if my TV programs are well received. I'm doing them because I want to do them. Therefore, I don't care what you lot think, and I, I don't say care what I want because if you've seen my bank balance, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why. That's the thing. He's he's minted, and you know he don't. It doesn't need to make any more. Let's just face it. So he can say that fuck whatever the fuck he, he wants, wants, and yet yeah. still people he's will. Free. Got fuck put, you, man. Like he's yeah. still being put into these like goofy characters, even though he's actually doesn't give a shit about that. But stuff he chooses anymore. to do it, but because yeah, he's he's like. Yeah, sound. I'll he be. I'll be Doctor Robotnik. Fuck a- it. Any any role he takes, he's choosing to take. It's not me. It's, it's like he yeah, wants yeah. to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how free he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think fair fucks to him, man. I actually think yeah. he's like if you really listen to what he's saying, like there is some re- like he he sort of says a lot of the reason why people are depressed is they're depressed with the character that they play, and right. they d- and they're depressed with the fact they don't want to be that anymore. Mm-hmm. Fix up, look sharp. And he said that one particular kind of um, sort of spiritual healer that he was he's spoken to, and I did roll my eyes when I said that. <laughs> it was Tony. Um, ah! Was no said sort of put sort of the way he lays out depression is um, it's deep rest, and that you you need deep rest from that character that you play. In gen- you know, I think a lot of people are unhappy f- because they go to work and they have to put on this facade about who they really are. Every, everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone has to adapt everyone their personality. Everyone goes to a place and puts on a, f- a front and puts on a, a face or a different jacket to to make themselves, you know. You have to. Well you think the big geezer at the McDonald's speaks like that when he speaks to you? He doesn't. It's not how he speaks. Hello, good morning. How may I help you, sir? Don't call me sir. Come on, man. Just yeah. call me mate. Yeah. So, anyway. That's yeah. it, mate. That's Brill. it. That's all. That's it. Awesome. Interesting. Jim Carrey, yeah. The life of Jim. Big Jim. Mad, Cra- crazy it's, Jim. It's a bit of a mad one because, you know, but I really mostly focus around that weird scenario of him playing Andy Kaufman. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's like it's probably because it's like maybe one of his first movies of being someone who was real and he just took it to the extreme. Yeah. Got possessed by But also, like Tom says, like, you know, someone he idolised, someone he, he wanted to do the freaking good job yeah yeah and these fluffy things are really annoying <laughs> it's like fluff floating around in the air from a tree <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> outdoor podcasting this is the thing we need to get back inside it's like fluff everywhere it's ridiculous it's so, so like, frustrating where is all stuff coming from it's a tree fluff it's so frustrating doing it it's a pain in the ass isn't it yeah it is because like you, you have to set up all the gear every single every like time, it's usually yeah. just set up and that's it, it's left but now we've got to move it around we've got to check the weather make sure it's not raining 
What's the wind like? <laughs> yeah. Christ. Like, we're like trying to look at the tiny little blobs of like rain that might might hit Fucking us on the weather station to weather go podcasting on the weather forecast. That's like. And I'm like, t- I'm like saying there's a tiny blob on the whole of the UK. Like you can't know if that'll hit us or not. Yeah. Like it's just impossible to know. So Unless it's like a blanket of rain, then yeah, it's going to hit us. But apologise for background noise, but you got to bear with us. Yeah. Once, once this is all over, the Corona um, thing will be all right. Or even when it. restrictions are lifted yeah. and they yeah. say we can do it, then we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah I'm sure that's going to happen in, within the next couple of weeks. Fingers crossed, man. Can't be doing outdoors. It's not. Well, we just have to just just make it socially distance inside. We could do it now, really, but we're just trying to be it's not respectful. Yeah. yeah, we're being respectful. Yes, indeed. Indeed, you do, sir. Right then, That's anything right. else? Podbelly. Podbelly. Yes, you got to listen. Go onto Podbelly website, buy all the merchandise because <laughs> it's all stuff. great. It's all great. Yeah. Go on that network tab and click on check out some of the all the other podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. There's some wicked ones up there to listen to. Somebody yeah. asked me in the week how to set up a podcast again. Yeah, we get go that there. quite a bit, and uh, I uh, wrote a message saying how we do it. it was somebody wanted like a mobile podcasting set but they can move around jiu-jitsu gyms right. and speak to people which is a really good idea um but podbelly.com yeah. educational content get your podding learn on yeah, yeah. and all the infos on our socials as well so if you scroll across when we'd post uh you know the episode post there's all the information's at the end there as well so just go check them out it's all good fun Share it. Share get, all get our stuff pig, as well. Buy out, all our pig stuff. Pig out on podcasts over there. That's <laughs> it with Kevin. With <laughs> Kevin, yeah. Nice one, everybody. Yeah. Sound. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>